Hi, I'm Carrie Hickenlooper with Sister Scriptorians, where we are devoted to learning, likening, and lifting others one principle at a time. Episode 12, The Lord Will Prepare You. So the last couple of weeks, we've talked about the brass plates and why it was crucial that Lehi's seed have this record as they traveled to the promised land. We talked about how it will give them spiritual grounding and knowledge of their true identity. Today, we're going to talk about how these brass plates were obtained, and we're focusing on 1 Nephi chapter 3 and chapter 4. Nephi's heart had just been softened by his visitation from the Lord, and he went to the tent of his father, and his father explained that he had had another dream. The Lord had commanded him that his son should return to Jerusalem, that a man named Laban has a record of the Jews and also a genealogy of Lehi's fathers, and they were engraven on plates of brass. And the Lord commanded Lehi that his sons should go to the house of Laban and seek the records and then bring them down to Lehi in the wilderness. Laman and Lemuel had already complained. They felt this was a hard thing that their father was asking them to do. But Lehi explained, it is not I who is asking this, but it is the Lord. So Nephi had a choice. It's a choice that we are faced with when we also experience hard times or difficult challenges. Was Nephi going to rise or was he going to shrink? When we choose to shrink because a situation is hard or seems insurmountable, we often find ourselves criticizing the situation and we wallow in overwhelm. We might even question the need of why we need to experience what we're experiencing or why we must have this challenge in front of us. And we see our inabilities and we use those inabilities as excuses as to why the circumstance is so difficult because we feel incapable and we use our emotions and our behaviors to resist and push back against what is being asked of us. But when we choose to rise, we still may not know how we're to overcome the situation. And we might still be very clear on what our inabilities or our weaknesses are in the situation. And really, when we choose to rise, the circumstance may not change at all. But our thoughts about it do. And we start to operate under the knowledge of what a tender mercy can do for us if we couple up with the Lord. Because we know that tender mercies can make us mighty and they can deliver us. And I often find when I am faced with a challenge or, or just something that's going to stretch me and put me outside of my comfort zone, that if I can rise to meet my challenge with trust, that this is going to be the perfect learning lesson designed just for me from a very loving Heavenly Father and from my Savior Jesus Christ. I then notice that I'm equipped to be able to take that first step into the arena. Well, so Nephi had a choice. Was he going to shrink or was he going to rise? And we're talking about Nephi. So of of course he chose to rise. He said, I will go and do the things which the Lord commanded. 
for I know that the Lord giveth no commandments unto the children of men, save he shall prepare a way for them, that they may accomplish the thing which he commandeth them. Look at Nephi's thought process. He knows the Lord is going to be able to help prepare a way for him, that he can accomplish this thing that he's being asked to do. And this is a thought that he is going to hold on to during the very thick of the situation. And it will get him the results that he most desires. Today I want to focus on how does the Lord help us be able to keep his commandments. There are two different ways that we can look at this scripture and answer that question. The first one I hear referred to a lot. The scripture will be read, The Lord giveth no commandments unto the children of men, save he shall prepare a way. And other variations might be God will provide or the Lord will provide a way. And both of these are correct. Both of these are full of truth. But I have witnessed in myself and in others a trepidation to move forward when we start thinking that way. Because we're waiting for the lights to turn on and dispel the darkness, like with a flip of the switch. And boom, we have the plan and we know what to do and we can move forward now. But what if the plan doesn't come like that? Because I often see that the Lord doesn't necessarily give us a plan on how to accomplish the task we face. Or at least not right away. When we wait for the Lord to prepare a way before moving forward, it can leave us with feelings of being stuck and maybe even an opportunity to entertain some fear of failure. Because we start to think to ourselves, I don't want to mess up. I want to accomplish the task the right way and the first time. And if God would just reveal the plan, I'd be happy to move forward with it. But like Elder Bednar explains when he's explaining Revelation and how the Holy Ghost speaks to us, it doesn't come often like a flip of a switch when it's just all placed before us. But it can come gradually, like the rising of the sun at dawn which means we have to be in dark for a little while, and that rising sun just adds light a little bit at a time. Look at the example of Nephi and his brothers. So they start on their journey, and their journey from the Valley of Lemuel to Jerusalem, as we've talked about, is about two weeks. And during that two-week journey, no plan was provided. I guess the best that they had come up with is, well, one of us is going to go in and ask for the plates. But they got outside the city gates and they still didn't have somebody chosen. And so they cast lots and Laman was chosen. And his plan didn't work. In fact, Laban threw him out. And so then Nephi had an idea. Let's go and get all of our things that we left behind, all of our precious goods, and let's try and buy the plates from Laban. Well, that plan failed too. In fact, they were chased out by guards who were sent to kill them, and all of their possessions landed in the hands of Laban. So, so far, they've had two plans, both plans have failed, and so far the Lord hasn't revealed to them his plan. And by this time, Laman and Lemuel are angry, and they're beating on their brothers Nephi and Sam. A heavenly messenger appears and tells them to stop. And the heavenly messenger says, that they are to go to Jerusalem again, a third time. And this time, the Lord will deliver Laban into your hands. 
But wait, there was still no plan. They still didn't know how this was going to be accomplished. And isn't this what we normally want? If you would just send me a heavenly messenger and tell me what I'm supposed to do, well, a heavenly messenger was sent and a plan still wasn't given. You want to know when the plan came? The plan came when all of the ideas of Lehi's sons had been exhausted and had failed. And Nephi was left to walk in faith, literally in the dark. And that is when the plan of the Lord began to be materialized. And as we know, he came upon Laban, who was lying down on the ground and who was drunk. What does this tell you about how the Lord feels about your attempts that fail? You know, those attempts that you beat yourself up about. I don't know if the Lord is necessarily seeing them as so awful as we see them. It's interesting because even on this errand, the Lord didn't necessarily spare them from unpleasant human feelings. It's not like the desert was made more pleasant to travel in. He didn't take away the discouragement that the brothers felt when their plan failed. And when they lost their possessions, that must have felt devastating to them. The Lord didn't spare them from that feeling either. And this tells us that when we're trying to do hard things, especially when we're doing it in the name of the Lord and trying to draw close to Him and be obedient, that we need to be really careful of the murky waters that our reactions and our feelings can cause. Because I know for me that they can temporarily fool me into thinking that I have been abandoned by He who I'm trying to follow. And I mistakenly use these human emotions to measure how I'm doing in the sight of the Lord, if he's pleased with me or not. Also, I think it's really interesting that the Lord did not spare them from negative reactions of others towards them. He didn't soften Laban's heart or, or take over Laban's reactions. He didn't make sure that when the, when the boys went and asked for the plates and Laban didn't say, oh yeah, you want them? Yeah, the Lord says you need them. Okay, here's the plates. No, it was difficult. He threw them out. He accused them of trying to rob from him and he sent people to kill them. And also he didn't spare Nephi and Sam who were trying to be obedient from the obstacle of Laman and Lemuel's anger and the difficulty that that must have been while they were trying to accomplish their task. Thank goodness that Nephi kept in his mind the thought, I will go and do. And the belief that he believed that the Lord would give him no commandment unless the Lord was willing to prepare a way for him to accomplish what had been commanded of him. And I think we need to keep this in mind in our own lives. For example, like when we're doing church callings and someone might not agree with the way we're handling things or the decisions that we're making. We have to be really careful of, of not seeking outside validation and acceptance or at least allowing those things to be our measuring stick. Because, you know, there's other people that might do things differently, but we're doing it the best way we know how. And our heart is in the right place of trying to fulfill the responsibility that the Lord has given us at that time. And how many of you on the first attempt have had a smashing victory at something that you've never done before? After the two weeks of journeying back to Jerusalem, the best plan that the sons of Lehi had was to send someone in and ask Laban for the record. I mean, how else should it be done? These weren't 
these weren't men trained in espionage and, and they weren't going to go down the road of theft. They were trying to carry out the Lord's command. And what a shock it must have been when they failed. Not once, but twice. How much time do we waste when our first and our best efforts don't produce the results that we desire? Oh man, I know that for me, there have been times that I have kind of thrown like a little mini adult tantrum, maybe even a pout. And I'll think to myself, why is this being asked of me if I'm not even being shown the way on how to be successful? Like, do, did I not receive inspiration correctly? Am I just a fool? Am I not exercising faith in him? Not having the plan laid out for us and experiencing the hard and hard things and overcoming our destructive reactions and even navigating the reactions of others and the opinions of others and failing sometimes are not proof that the Lord isn't preparing a way for us to accomplish what he's commanded. It's perhaps a misunderstanding of the Lord's role. I believe the Lord's role is to prepare us, that we experience the growth that we are in need of, that we develop the attributes, the wisdom, the ability to be centered in Christ when we go through difficult things, when we experience failure, when things don't necessarily go the way we thought it would go. None of that is wasted. He is preparing us. Let's look at the words of Nephi again. He says, I know that the Lord giveth no commandments unto the children of men, save he shall prepare a way for them, that they may accomplish the thing which he commandeth them. To me, I think I often stop at, he shall prepare a way. But there isn't a period there. It goes on, he shall prepare a way for them, that they may accomplish the thing which he commandeth them. And I often find that that the way he is preparing me for me to accomplish the thing I've been asked to do is by preparing what's going on inside Carrie so that Carrie can work through the circumstance. And how does he do this? He prepares us by bestowing upon us the tender mercy of space. He gave the sons of Lehi space to sort it out. The Lord provided space for the young men to think, to try, to try again, and gather information on how to succeed. And none of that thwarted his plan. He was patient with them, and he provided space for them to search for him, to remember how he works, and to build up their faith so that they could follow him and lean on him and receive his tender mercies. Through the space that the Lord bestowed, Nephi became ready to completely and utterly follow the Lord's instructions when the time was right. He also prepares us by bestowing the tender mercy of protection and deliverance. Based on the despair that we're going to talk about in a couple of, of episodes about Sariah and the feelings that she had, it is clear this was a dangerous journey that they were being asked to do. And yet, these boys were protected. Even during the pursuit of Laban's servants, 
Though the Lord didn't stop that from happening, he did protect and deliver them and carry them through the danger. He also prepared them by helping them to increase their faith. Would Nephi have identified so strongly with the deliverance of the Israelites from the Egyptian army if he too did not feel in need of being delivered? If he too hadn't just been chased by Laban's servants? Would he have known the depths of his faith if he didn't feel as if all of his best efforts had already been tried? And you know, maybe that was the point all along, was that they were to exhaust all their best efforts so that the Lord of miracles could step in and manifest himself to them and show them that he was the way and he would help them and prepare them to get through this and obtain those plates. The Lord also prepared them by helping them to develop their persistence. After being bolstered by an angel of God, Nephi had persistence in him to keep trying even a third time without a plan. And his persistence coupled with his faith allowed him to be guided by the Spirit, instructed by the Spirit, emboldened by the Spirit, until his hands felt the heaviness of those plates. And my very favorite, the humbling experience that the Lord prepares us with when we receive skills beyond our natural abilities. And through the Spirit, Nephi possessed the ability to reason with older brothers who did not know the mysteries of God. Yet he was able to persuade them to remember the miracles of the past and to build their current confidence. He relied on their faith in Moses. He found common ground with them and he likened scriptures to them so that they could build their confidence. You know, and never had Nephi even thought of killing a man. Yet here was the plan being manifested by the Spirit. And the angel did say that Laban would be delivered into their hands. And here he was. And Nephi was given skills beyond his natural abilities to take care of that situation. And we see the directness in which Nephi communicates with his family. But what about the way he communicates with Zoram? His ability to persuade Zoram to trust him as he's stealing the brass plates, or at least that's how Zoram would be looking at it. But yet Nephi was given the gift to persuade Zoram, which was probably far beyond his natural abilities in that moment. When we're asked to do hard things, when we're living our daily lives, with our minds centered on pleasing the Lord and becoming like Him, we can get misguided and believe that the Lord will clear the path for us, that nothing really should be hard when we're trying to do what's right. And we can become discouraged and we can lose confidence and perhaps even give up too soon when we misinterpret the obstacles that come our way. But... When we realize that the Lord is committed to prepare us to accomplish the task, then our perspective changes. Then it becomes a holy walk with the Lord and exciting to see what gifts he's waiting to give to you when you choose to rise to meet the challenge. Sister Scriptorians, I ask you to rise. 
Whatever challenges you're facing this week or in the next little while, I ask you to rise and allow the Lord to prepare you that you might be able to accomplish the thing which He is asking of you in this moment. There is brilliance in His plan, and when you choose to follow it and allow Him to prepare you, well, you'll never be the same.